Welcome to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words, a place where women come to learn how to improve their health, beauty, body language, and communication. I'm Christine Brunelli, and I'm your host, and today is part two in a series about how we are shifting into a place where people are leaving their jobs to either build a brick-and-mortar business or an online business. That was the previous episode. And now that they're in some type of a new business, are they going to be a solopreneur or an entrepreneur? And that is today's episode. What's the difference between the two and which one are you cut out for? Are you ready to find out? Let's get started. My education, my college background, puts me in a white-collar position as a licensed healthcare provider. I'm a chiropractor by profession, but since I was probably eight or nine years old, I did not realize that I was an entrepreneur. (laughs) And it wasn't until, wow, maybe two years ago that I realized I am not broken. I'm considered a founder, and a founder is someone that falls more on the entrepreneurial side than the solopreneurial side, and I'm going to explain that in just a minute, but it really helps when you understand who you are inside, what you're wired for, because when you understand that, you'll have a lot more grace for yourself, a lot more understanding of why you do what you do, why what lights you up lights you up, and how to keep going and find the motivation on the days where you really don't feel like being whatever it is that you may be labeled as. You really do fall into a type of label when it comes to your employment or how you serve or how you make an impact in the world. You're You can be an employee, and it is wonderful. We need employees. If it weren't for employees, we wouldn't have commerce. We need people that don't want to own their own business. So if you are in that boat and you're just listening to this to be, you know, hear a little bit more and you're feeling like, gosh, all these people start their own business. I don't want you to feel that way. I want you to feel validated that you are where you are because that is what you are wired for. And people that are entrepreneurs, don't always make great employees because they get bored easy. They can get flighty. Their mind jumps a million miles an hour and they don't stay on task. Although they can look at tasks that need to be done when they're running their own business, they also understand that they need people like you in their businesses. So just to lay it out there, everyone has a perfect place for themselves. Everyone does. But we're talking about the great resignation that is happening in 2021 alone. 47 million people quit their jobs. They're expecting 20% more of the population to quit by the end of 2022. That is just crazy numbers to me. And as an employer, when I had my beauty salon, I sold it in 2022. When I was still you know, trying to fill the spots to hire, I thought, where did everyone go? <laughs> they There was no one to hire. Literally, they are still struggling in beauty salons to fill the spots. And that's not it. I know you see restaurants hiring. You see shops in malls, stores in shopping malls hiring. You see hiring signs everywhere, don't you? I don't know where they all went. I really don't. I do know this. I know that the pandemic caused a lot of people to have a shift in values, a wake up, so to speak, to realize 
I don't want to be in a nine to five grind in a job I don't enjoy anymore. I want to do uh, uh, some type of work that aligns with who I am and I'm building my own business for me. And that's, that's very entrepreneurial. So I'm going to get into that. So they start their own business. Other people realized, you know what? I've been working in a job that my parents wanted me to have (laughs) and I don't like it. So I'm going in another direction. I quit the hair industry, for example. Lots of hairstylists did that. They left the beauty industry. Well, there's a couple reasons for that. One is it used to be pre-pandemic that beauty schools would teach your job is safe. The beauty industry does not take a hit when the economy takes a hit. Well, that changed, didn't it? Because everybody was locked down. Even so, they felt like they couldn't separate themselves from that. They got frustrated that they were no longer considered, I guess, necessary is the word, when people that were selling motorcycles were considered necessary. You know, there's a whole argument for all of that. But let's just take a minute. If you haven't listened to the previous episode, the difference between brick and mortar and online businesses, if you are thinking of opening another business or your own business, and you're not sure which one you want to open, I want to encourage you to go listen to that. But now let's find out how you're wired. Are you wired to be a solopreneur or an entrepreneur? And let's talk about that word entrepreneur for a minute. What the heck? Where did that come from anyway? I did a little homework and this is kind of fun. The word entrepreneur originally comes from the combination of two Latin words because I'm a little bit of a word geek. I like to know where did it come from? That What's the root word? Well, you can't find the root word. It's actually two words. And the first Latin word was entre, which means to swim out, and prendes, which is to grasp, understand, or capture. And in the year 1800, this French guy he decided to combine the two words and create the word entrepreneur, except it was in French. Let me play the pronunciation for you because I'm not so good at that. I sound like Joey on Friends when I try to speak French. And if you've ever seen the TV show Friends, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, here, this is how it goes. Entreprendre. Entreprendre. Yeah, I don't sound like it. Let's do that again. Entreprendre. 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 I don't have it. Okay, but that is the original pronunciation from the French word for entrepreneur, and it is spelled entreprende. If you really want to know, like if you want to know, like the uh, like if you were Spanish, entreprende, <laughs> P R E N D E. But that's how you pronounce it. Let's hear it one more time. Entreprendre. Yeah, I, I can't say. I'm no, Take me to Italy and I can get along just fine, but put me in France and I'm going to need a translator because they will laugh their heads off at me when I go. And I will go. I have not been there yet. So this word came from the 13th century from a French economist. And in French, the direct translation means to undertake or to do something. So regardless of what it is for you, you are a business owner. But now let's look at the difference between a solopreneur and an entrepreneur. The solopreneur is a founder, but they will not hire a team. They are solo. They are doing everything inside their business by themselves. So what that means is they are content leveling out at a certain point of growth because there comes a point where you can't do anymore. You're maxed out. But if you want to have this lifestyle as a solopreneur where you don't have to worry about employees, you don't have to worry about 
contractors even, or building any sort of a team because everything you're doing inside your business can be generated by just you. And that includes the service, the product, the distribution, the marketing, everything is done by you. That makes you a solopreneur. The difference with an entrepreneur is an entrepreneur wants to build something that scales, which means it gets bigger. The entrepreneur wants to hire teams. They have visions that might start as a solopreneur and get to the point where they go, whoa, I'm capping out at this level of service. I can only impact this many people. I can only teach or help this many people. And I'm limited in this market. If I had two people, three people, 15 people on my team, look how big it could be. And then an entrepreneur also thinks in the way of future because they're a serial creator where they want to create new businesses and keep growing and growing. So an entrepreneur is often someone who will be a founder, just like a solopreneur, build the business, scale it and sell it so they can start something new. I don't want to talk about myself because you don't need to know all of this, but I can tell you, I know that I know that I know I'm not a solopreneur. I have been a solopreneur for the last six months building an online business, and I don't like it. I feel shackled. I feel isolated. That's also my extrovertism. I love being with a team. I love recruiting and building teams, and I love giving people positions where they shine, and it makes all of us move forward as a team. I love that aspect. But also I feel so limited because I am learning things I'm not good at. So yeah, while it's great, I'm learning, I'm expanding and I'm growing as a human, which I'm all about at the same time, should I be spending my time in areas where that is not my zone of genius? It's not something I love. I don't want to be on hold with the tech support people to figure out tech problems behind the scenes. I want to get out and talk to you. I want to talk to people. I want to know all your hopes and dreams and fears and get in your business. And I I want to know my clients and my potential clients. And I love that. I do love sales and marketing and touch points with real people. I don't like the behind the scenes. I appreciate the behind the scenes more now than I ever have. I can tell you that. But a solopreneur, she does it all and she's happy there. She doesn't need a team. She's very content to figure it all out by herself. Now, maybe if you're a solopreneur, you're someone that's in a field where you don't have to expand. Maybe you're a photographer and it's just you. You shoot weddings. You edit all your photos yourself. You do all of your social media yourself. You do all of your invoicing, your billing, your everything all by yourself. And you don't need anyone. And you're happy. Now, if you want to expand where you hire assistants and you hire other photographers that you've trained and they're going to go out and you're going to shoot two, three or four weddings in one weekend instead of one, that that increases your revenue. You are not a solopreneur. You're an entrepreneur. So that is the difference. An entrepreneur would get frustrated being in one place. Like they wouldn't be content or satisfied. A solopreneur creates a life that's very easy for them to manage, that they don't need a lot of growth, and they're happy with the income. They might try to expand their business in other ways, but they don't want to get involved in the messiness of hiring. They want to do it themselves. So 
Here's a couple of things I've observed in my entrepreneurial journey. A lot, a lot of solopreneurs are not extroverts. They're introverts. They don't need people. (laughs) I'm an extrovert. I die on the vine if I don't get to talk to people. I wilt like a flower that hasn't been watered if I don't get connection. This online business that I'm building has been very challenging for me. I sometimes sit at my desk working on stuff for hours without talking to a human. I don't know how people do this every day. saying that for real. I love talking to people. So I know that I know that I know this is not going to, this is not going to remain solo for me. I have already looked into hiring teams to grow my business before I'm even ready to grow my business. In other words, this online business has not been a one year tried and true tested out income generator yet, but I'm going to hire and help make it that way before I'm going to take a bet on myself. I'm going to take a risk, bet on myself, know that if I find the right people and I know I'm confident in what I'm helping people with, we're going to go out there as a team and we're going to help people as a team. And my team might be marketing. They might be social media. They might be tech people behind the scenes. They might be helping me clean up stuff with emails and things like that. Or I might have a virtual assistant even that will say, hey, uh, here's your schedule for the week. Because right now I'm in such the thick of it that I don't even know what day it is. I'm just working, working, working by myself, trying to get it all going. That, that extrovertism in me, that, that extroversion, (laughs) it keeps me from being a solopreneur. I couldn't be it. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah, I could do it, but I feel like I'd wither like a flower that's not getting watered. If you're someone who you're an introvert and you you can be an extroverted introvert, meaning you can turn it on to, to, you know, you're an introvert at heart and you can turn on the extroversion to get out there, do your work and then go home. You could be an, you could be a solopreneur, no problem. And you can also be an entrepreneur, but I think you will get hung up and exhausted and tired when it comes to the people management part, because managing people sucks the life out of introverts. People do, right? In general. Well, if you're the owner of a business, you are responsible not only for their performance and making sure that you have people in place that are doing the jobs they're hired for, you're also responsible for your own business generating your craft, your skill, generating the income to pay those people. And then you also have to manage all the riffraff that can happen when you have a team. And introverts that can wear extroversion for the purpose of a job, you shine as an employee. Because you actually can morph and be a chameleon in the situation that it requires of you. If the situation, for example, a hairstylist, I have had introverted hairstylists who could turn on the conversation. They could look like they enjoy the people part of it when really, when everybody was out of the salon, they would be like, oh, I'm drained. I talked all day. All I wanted to do was put in my headphones and do their hair and not have any conversation. I just wanted to do my skill. That person is best as an employee or a solopreneur. If you have to manage people and teams in the entrepreneurial sense, you will not enjoy it. You can do it, but I, I would predict that you would burn out doing it by yourself because it won't be enjoyable. Okay, the second observation I've noticed between solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, and I've already touched on it when I talked about my own business, entrepreneurs are bigger risk takers. 
Entrepreneurs, for example, myself, I am betting on myself and hiring people, paying them before I'm even getting revenue in the door on a regular basis, paying them to help build my business. That is a risk, right? That's a big risk. Solopreneurs don't want to mess with that. Solopreneurs are more conservative. They're not as big of a risk taker and they don't feel the need to take risk. Entrepreneurs thrive in uncertainty. I know that might sound crazy unless you are wired this way. And if you are, you know what I'm talking about. You love like jumping off the cliff and figuring out how to build the parachute on the way down. That's you. You're entrepreneurial. If you're a solopreneur, you're going to have it figured out probably before you jump, or you at least know that you trust yourself and you're not going to trust anybody else to build the wings on the way down, right? There is a difference. So a solopreneur is not as much of a risk taker as an entrepreneur. An entrepreneurial person is always spinning their wheels, thinking of new businesses. They also have a tendency, and this is where the solopreneurs get the A+, Entrepreneurs have a tendency to not be as organized, and that is my third difference. Entrepreneurs often need people to keep them together and organized. It's not that they can't, but it's not the it's not the place where they shine. That is not their zone of genius. Their minds go in a scattered like, "Oh, let's do this. Oh, let's do that." And that's why they need a team. A solopreneur might feel scattered, but if you're a successful solopreneur, you can't be that scattered or you wouldn't be successful. You might have a messy desk. You might be like, oh, you can say that we're organized, but you should see my desk. Well, I can promise you your desk looks probably (laughs) more organized than a lot of serial entrepreneurs because their brains are everywhere and unless they have people that are organizing life for them. Okay, here is my final words on the difference between a solopreneur business and an entrepreneur business. At the time of this recording, as I'm recording this episode, 15 million small businesses are home-based. That's a lot. And that to me says that's 15 million solopreneurs because a solopreneur doesn't have a large footprint. They don't have a big workplace and workspace requirement. All they need is a place to put their laptop and or maybe a laptop and a microphone if they also do a podcast or maybe a laptop, a ring light, and you get the point, right? Very small area. Entrepreneurs often require more space if they're building products where there's warehouse storage or maybe they thought of a new business that turns into maybe a franchise someday it grows and grows and grows. They require more space. Solopreneurs start simple. They start in their house, just them and their computer, and they go and they love it. They love being alone. Entrepreneurs can start that way, but they're not going to stay there. And they're going to eventually require more space than their home in some capacity. They will. Now there are outliers. There are people, actually some business mentors of mine, I know that their businesses run out of a home recording studio where they record all of their work, all of their webinars, all of their workshops, and their team doesn't necessarily live near them. They fly in their team from all over the place, but when they have a team of 15 to 20 people, if their home is not big enough to host those people, 
their workspace just got bigger, didn't it? They have to host them somewhere. So they're going to have to go to a hotel or a conference room or something like that. So entrepreneurial businesses take up more space. So if you're thinking of starting a business... And we already listened to last week, brick and mortar versus online. And let's say we're going into the online space. If you want to start simple, stay solo. If you are an extrovert, know that you're not going to want to stay solo for long because you're going to want people and a team to grow. I hope this helped. I hope that it helps you sort your thoughts. I want you to start that business. No matter what it is, it is grueling and rewarding at the same time. So if you're on the fence thinking about it, don't wait too long. It is the prime time to start a business. If you want to be a solo home-based business right now, even though we're talking about being in a recession, that is the time to bet on yourself where you don't have a lot of outside expenses. It's just you and your computer. It's a great time to do it. But no, if you are someone who is a risk taker an extrovert, and you tend to think of new ideas constantly all the time, you will not be a solopreneur for long. You're more wired to be an entrepreneur. Okay, that's it for this week. Thank you for spending this time with me. My inbox is always open if you ever want to reach out. Info at christinebrunelli.com. See you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Calling all camera shy female business owners, whether you are a course creator, a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, or you might even be a real estate agent who knows you need to get on camera to pitch your business, sell your products, whatever it is, but you dread it. You need to hang out with me. First of all, I will help you. All of my social media posts are geared right to helping give you tips to be confident on camera, but my course My digital course called Camera Ready Academy is coming. It starts on October 11th and you can get on the wait list just to get information about details before it begins. Like, you know, how much is it going to cost? What is the time requirement? Am I the right fit? All of that. All you need to do is go to the show notes of this episode and look for the link that says wait list. Tap that link and it'll put you on the list to send you more information as it's released. I hope I get to meet you because I know I can help you. Okay. Until next time, my friend, have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day.